Welcome to this week's Carolina's AGC BuilderCast. My name is Sharon Walters with Carolina's AGC. I am the Director of Digital Strategy and Operations. Today, I'm happy to be joined by Jacob Garman, who works with our supplier members and sponsorships. I'm also joined by Chelsea Andahar, Director of Meetings and Events. Previous BuilderCast have focused primarily on how to navigate the challenges of COVID-19 sustain our businesses, and keep workers safe. Several episodes have touched on the human impact our business decisions have made on individuals, but today's episode will focus on stories from these individuals dealing with complicated realities brought upon by the COVID-19 pandemic. Each individual has different circumstances surrounding them now at home with their loved ones, and because we all work so closely with each other, we start to take notice of these difficulties and it becomes personal. We are so grateful to both of you, Jacob and Chelsea, for sharing your stories with us today. And we'd like to uh, kick this off by talking to Jacob a little bit about what he's dealing with. Jacob, are you with us? Yes, ma'am. Good morning. Good morning. Jacob is um, dealing with a few things in his in his family, he is married uh, since 2017 to Jessica, who works in the healthcare industry. We'll let him give a little bit more background on that. They also have a small child, nine months old. Jacob is working full time and caring for their nine month old. And I'm sure worrying a great deal about Jessica at the same time. And so is their family. Um, Jacob, can you give us a little bit of background on Jessica's role? Yeah, she's a uh, she's a nurse here in the uh, the healthcare field right now. All right, um, we you know when you think about the people that are working in that field, we all we all feel like we know a little bit about what they might be going through. But can you give us an idea of how she and her colleagues are are dealing with all of the the stress that comes along with that? Yeah, so uh, you know, like like everybody right now, they're always dealing with with new challenges and coming up with new ways of dealing with those challenges. So, you know, they're using their expertise and collective knowledge to find new ways of, of coming up with stuff to, uh, to handle the situation. And then just trying to find ways of, of com- compartmentalizing um, the stress and, and dealing with that. So, I mean, I think they've all pretty well prepared for that. Seems to be going relatively well. Got it. Um, I know you guys have to take some, some pretty special measures um, to keep, you know, the family safe and everybody safe, her safe. Um, when she comes home, can you give us an idea of what, what you're doing? Yeah. Yeah. So generally, um, you know, when she's on the way home, I'll have the garage door open and, you know, just try to minimize the uh, the things she has to touch before she can get in and get a shower. So just trying to come up with a new system of, of dealing with that to make sure we're not spreading anything we shouldn't be spreading. Got it. Um, and I know that, you know, along with taking all these logistical measures, you know, there's a lot of worry also that you all and your, your parents on both sides, um, siblings and friends and loved ones just, you know, worry about, um, the danger that it puts her in being in that environment. Um, can you tell us, um, how the family is dealing with it and friends? Uh, I mean, I think everybody's dealing with it pretty well. We've got, you know, a good support system where if we need some, some help as far as watching uh watching our daughter or cooking meals having stuff 
um, you know, brought to us. We, we've got a good support system for that and it seems to be going well. All right. Well, I we definitely appreciate you guys supporting her um, because we know that that when she goes to work, she's supporting all of us. Um, so definitely give her a big thank you for us and um, keep her safe. Um, now we'll transition to, um, you know, what this means for you at home. Um, you are taking care of the nine month old and working full time. Um, and I'm sure that that is 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 a stress for you as well. Um, can you give us an idea of how your days are at home um, with your little girl? Yeah, so uh, the main thing that I try to do is just have the same routine as best as possible every day. Try to wake up at the same time, ha have our daughter up at the same time. So she get, gets used to it. Kind of, you know, try to take a shower at the same time, feed her breakfast at the same time. So we're in a good routine. And that, that seems to, especially after the first week or so, it seems to work out pretty well where we're both used to it. And it does get monotonous, but it seems to be easier to deal with that way for sure. Um, so would you be willing to give us an example of what um, one of your most frustrating days? Because, you know, as we all know from uh, our coworkers, it can be very, um, very stressful with all the distractions, especially with a little one. Um, any kind of uh, story or event that you want to tell us about? Yeah, yeah. So like I was saying, it's, you know, it can get monotonous. And, and one of the things is when I'm working downstairs, um, on my computer, uh, you know, calling folks, I try to have our daughter in like a little pack and play, which is like a little enclosed um, area, you know, it's kind of small, but she's getting to where she's starting to crawl good and want to try to walk. So I tried to uh, take her upstairs in our bonus room one day to where she would have the whole bonus room to run around and do whatever she wanted to do. Uh, I thought that would be a lot easier where I could keep her contained still. But all she wanted to do instead of playing with all the toys and stuff that had on the floor was go around sticking her finger in all the power sockets and, and pulling lamps off the table. So uh, so that was pretty frustrating. Um, had to come up with a way of building kind of a fence out of pillows and random things that wouldn't hurt her to keep her contained up there. So that was that was pretty frustrating to me <laughs> and her, I'm sure. Yeah, I think uh, we happen to be on a, a staff meeting or a meeting that day and um we could uh we could tell it was one of those days um and that happens to that happens to a lot of us so thank you for sharing it um so we'll exactly. before, we, <laughs> before we move uh over and talk to chelsea um i would just like to finish by asking you if there's anything you could you can uh, on a positive note tell us that you have come to appreciate more during this forced pause that we have upon us uh yeah i mean the, the 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 main thing that i've gathered out of it is just being able to slow down and you know spend spend good quality time with my daughter to where you know if we were working our regular schedule it'd be hard to do um and just you know taking time to, to spend that time with each other and you know get to know her and get to see you know little milestones when they're this age they every day it seems like they're learning something new and it's been cool to be able to see that and, and experience those things with her so you know, that's that's one positive thing we can definitely take take out of this. Yeah, that must be a really special time for you guys. You always remember it. Um, exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jacob. All right. Thank you. Um, Chelsea, you ready? I am. All right. So um, as many of you know, Chelsea is um, is also working at home like the rest of us at CUGC. 
Um, her whole family's there together. They have uh, the two three-year-old girls, two twins, um, running around being crazy <laughs> as they should be. All the time. <laughs> and, um, and so she is also, um, you know, working hard um, to serve Carolina's AGC members and bring our events into um, a virtual format um, until we can all be together again. So um, certainly doing a whole lot of work there and also um, having to live with uh, a construction essential worker. Lewis is working with Tech to America and is an essential um, roofing contractor. So she is also, they are all in their family dealing with that as well and the worries that come along with that. Um, Chelsea, do you want to tell us a little bit about what it's like uh, managing all that at one time? <laughs> uh, chaotic. <laughs> That's kind of the one word that comes to mind. Um, as Sharon said, uh, we do have uh, twin girls that are three years old. So that's already a handful. And then my husband is an estimator. I'm, I'm very lucky that he is continuing to be in essential service and, you know, still going to pre-bids, still doing bids, um, which is awesome. But of course, it always comes with that anxiety that, you know, he's going to come across just that one job site or that one, you know, walkthrough that someone is sick. Um, so, you know, in our house, we are very cautious and he does wear his mask when he goes out and and does all the um in-person meetings and it's mainly because our daughter our daughter Mackenzie has asthma and you know it it's gotten to the point where if somebody sneezes around her two days later she's getting sick and we have to do breathing treatments so with us it's more of a we have to keep our family safe um and that's first and foremost um, what do the kids understand about what what's going on right now and, and why we have to be indoors a good amount of time or at home? So on the weekends and at night and things like that, we were pretty much always on the go. And now they're like, hey, I want to go bye bye. I want to go somewhere. And, you know, what we have told them is, no, we right now we just can't because people are sick and we don't want you to get sick. So now every time that they say, hey, I want to go to Target. I know it's a mom thing. Every kid knows about going to Target. Um, they, they'll they say, I'll say, you know, we can't today. And they'll say, because people are sick. And I'll say, yep, because people are sick. Um, their granny has made them little masks, um, which is one of those things where it's cute and sad, you know, all at the same time. But now that they have masks, they think they can go everywhere um which we have told them no but um but you know it's, it's just a caution thing but um so yeah I mean they really just want to see their Gigi and their granny and their, their their I mean just all their family but you know we have um FaceTime and um at one point in time we actually went over to his parents house and stood outside of their patio you know six feet away you know and just let them see them that way but um you know, that's just about it. And, you know, they, they understand that people are sick, but that's about the extent of it. Yeah, I would imagine it's a little bit strange seeing your kids in, in masks. And like you said, they, there's no way that they're not cute ever. They're always cute. <laughs> kind of a thing. Um, yeah. So I know you guys are both, both having to work at home as well. Um, how have you set it up so that you don't get in each other's way and and set up a schedule for the kids? Well, um, 
at this moment, I'm super grateful that I bought the oversized farmhouse table for our dining room because <laughs> that has converted into two offices at this point. So when Lewis is not, um, you know, going to pre-bids and things like that, he is at home and we have two screens, two laptops, you know, papers all over the place. And then of course the girls have their section on the table as well. Um, but you know, with us, it's kind of just all about communication. Um, you know, he'll ask me, okay, what, what do you have going on this week? So I can work around your schedule or, you know, same, go, same thing goes for him. So, you know, like even right now, he knows that I'm doing this. So he's got them, you know, maybe locked in the closet somewhere. Just kidding. <laughs> but, but um, you know, it's, we just kind of have to work around each other. If he's on the phone, then I'm, you know, keeping them quiet and, you know, the same thing goes for me. But um, yeah, I mean, and just like Jacob said, the schedule that that is super important. Um, the first week that we were all working from home in mid-March, uh, that first week was like chaotic. Um, he was not, Lewis was not working from home yet. So it was just a matter of, okay, I'm super stressed out about like, what are y'all going to do? And, you know, then we, I have the girls and it was just, cra it was just a crazy week either way. But, um, but now that we have that schedule, it, it just like Jacob said, you, you keep that same wake up schedule. Um, you, I kept my start time. I actually schedule a one hour lunch break for myself. And, you know, then you schedule that stop time. Um, and that, that has definitely reduced the stress level um, of my day. Yeah, thanks for, yeah, that information, because I know that it can be very easy to fall out of that schedule and work yourself into, um, you know, sort of a stress level that's not healthy. Um, and so yeah. you have to try and keep some kind of a, some kind of sanity by taking breaks yeah. when you need them. Um, speaking of your uh, grandparents and grandparents in your family, I know that you are also dealing with something that's really scary for us right now, which is um, your grandma Sue, um, who I know raised you for um, a good amount of your life. Um, and I'll let you tell us about her role in your life, but she is in a medical facility and you're, you're really unable to visit her in person. That must be really difficult, um, you know, at this stage. And so I just wanted to see how, how that's going and how you're dealing with that situation. Yeah, absolutely. So um, my grandma, she did raise me from uh, five until I graduated from high school. I was, I lived with her for the most part, um, part-time and full-time, part-time, full-time. So um, she, she did raise me and um, now she is 84 years old. Um, unfortunately, about the beginning of March when all of this stuff started happening in our area, um, she suffered a stroke. And um, that week, I was still able to go into the hospital and do that. But about that time is kind of when it started to get really bad. And one week later, she got moved to the physical therapy facility. And that's when all visitation had to stop. Um, so I was unable to see her um, anymore. And, you know, obviously, after the stroke, um, she is very confused. She doesn't know quite what's going on. She doesn't want to be there. Um, at this time, she is um, she has been moved to the long term facility um, and hospice is making, you know, weekly visits. But unfortunately, with them being kind of restricted as well, she's not getting that level um, of care. Uh, but, you know, they're doing all that they can. And, and speaking of schedules, I have a, a 1130 every Tuesday. I have a FaceTime call with her. Um, but that is the only time that I do get to speak with her. 
um, is via FaceTime. And, you know, every time my phone rings, I'm, I'm terrified of what's going to be on the other end because I don't I don't know because I haven't been able to see her. Um, but, you know, all, all she wants is to see the girls, of course, um, and wants us to come see her and, you know, kind of what you're saying with the girls is what do they understand? I, at this moment, grandma does not understand, um, you know, why we can't go in there and what is going on. And, you know, no matter how, how many times we tell her, but, um, so it is very frustrating, um, seeing your loved one like that, especially someone that raised you, you want to make sure that you're there for them. Um, but unfortunately during these times, you just can't be. Yeah, that's an already difficult situation made more, more difficult because you can't be close, physically yeah. close. Absolutely. Um, well, to close this out, I was going to see if um, you wanted to tell, um, you know, I'm sure, like I said, some of our members can relate to the stories that you guys have told. Is there anything that you think people should do during this time um, to sort of help them out? And, and what would it be, Chelsea? I, you know, kind of like, I hate to keep harping on it. Um, it's just the schedule, you know, and communication. Um, you know, your your significant other that's, you know, maybe working next to you or, you know, maybe helping out with the kids. They don't know what's going on. Um, so communication is huge. And, you know, kind of like how Jacob said um, that, you know, he's gotten to slow down. This is something that, you know, Lewis and I have said to ourselves several times over these last six weeks is, you know, this is kind of what we want. This is what we talk about all the time. It's just being able to slow down, spend time with our family and, and you know, and enjoy the time. And we've, we've kind of been handed it on a silver platter. Unfortunately, um, you know, it comes with a lot of bad things happening around us. Um, but, you know, it, it has been kind of nice to just be able to slow down and think for a little while. Um, and, you know, helping me kind of turn all of our stuff virtual. Um, so I've been able to kind of wrap my head around that. And um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just keeping to that schedule and trying to stay positive. I know it's really hard. Um, you know, you never know what to believe when you turn on the TV <laughs> and you hear about 50 different stories um, and they're um, all conflicting with each other. So, um, you know, just try to stay positive and, you know, just keep your family safe. That's just that's number one. I agree. Um, and on the communication piece, I will say that, you know, as, as the Carolina's AG staff and many of the members contractors, we have all sort of kept in touch in communications, you know, online and we see each other on video and we talk to each other on the phone. Um, and that's good. It's not the same. Right. <laughs> right. The same as seeing each other in person. And I really yep. look forward to the day when we can all do that again. And as a staff, as as an association, um, the family that we are. So anyway, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to talk about um, these these experiences and, and things that are going on in your life. And um, please keep uh, an eye out for the next Builder Cast coming up next week. And everybody stay safe. Thank you.